Welcome back to Collector's Closet, presented by the Ohio Lottery. Let's discuss my newest prize possession, this new $10 scratch-off, the $500,000 Platinum Jackpot. The best method I've found so far to help it hold its value is to vacuum seal it. This thing cannot get scratched. What's that? Sorry, my producer's telling me the only way it could be worth up to 500 grand is if I do scratch it? Okay, well, in that case, definitely don't overprotect your $500,000 Platinum Jackpot scratch-offs. Play them. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. I do love walking with you, Ed. I like the little songs that you come out with. It's a, it's a nervous tick. <laughs> always scatting as you walk. <laughs> the scat rambler. <laughs> it's weird that's the only thing we've said to each other in the last two hours of walking. Have you had any nightmares this week, Kath? Um, yeah. So I had I had a, a sleep paralysis, and um, I couldn't move, obviously. And I heard the doorbell go downstairs, and then the door opened, and then I just heard children in the hallway, but I couldn't do anything about it. And this was at like three a.m. <laughs> <laughs> if it was 4am would you have been able to do something about it yeah I feel like I would have pulled myself out of sleep paralysis and been like kids what are you doing in here it's a bit early but not too early so 3am is too early and, and on top of everything else it was 3am yeah, it was 3am <laughs> oh yeah yeah when it rains it pours Gav <laughs> uh, yeah that's horrible it's just very that's creepy I think um, the sound of children is scary like even even at like a child's birthday party, there's still a sort of sense of, Ugh. yeah. What are they all doing? Why are you so happy? Mm. Have you read the news? <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Any nightmares this week? Um, yeah, I think a sort of um, quite low key one, like a, a creeping nightmare, in that we got a carpet fitted. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Very yeah. cheap. Very cheaply fitted. As in like. That was cheap. They did it. It's like this is great. Suspiciously cheap. Um, and if it now, it's like is that a lump there? Like you know, you just start being like, because it was cheap. If it was expensive, I'd never notice anything. But because it was cheap, I'm like, have they fucked it? And I've given them a handsome tip. Oh, I mean, also the name of my penis. This is a long way. Yeah, well, I wanted to avoid the, uh, you know, the, the duck, the ducks in the park. I'm glad I brought a blue ribband with me. Oh, I do like a blue ribband. Did you bring <clears throat> two or? Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, two for me, me, me. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I got that because it. I. I. It wasn't in my mouth, so I knew that. It wasn't in your mouth. This could be a fun game. <laughs> What's not in my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> no peeking. 
I think we're nearly there now, actually. There is Jenny Ryan, as I live and breathe. <laughs> Hello, Jenny. Hello. Hey. You okay? Yeah, I'm, I, I was beginning to despair you were ever going to turn up. Oh, <laughs> sorry, it's a long street, so... Yeah, you slow walkers, isn't it? You were down the other you, end, so... You came, you came the wrong way. You came a really counterintuitive way because, I mean, the train station's like half a mile that way, just at the yeah. end of the street. I don't know why you've come that way. Well, you know when you do that oh. thing where you put in the street name but you don't put in the number and the street's oh, really long, so you end foolish. up being at the... yeah. Mm. Yeah, really it's, our, it's our fault. It's our fault. Yeah. Thanks for uh, pulling us up on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, somebody needs to tell you. That's fair. Yeah, you'll never yeah. learn otherwise. Yeah, very, very true. Yeah. Uh, first off, we've heard about our journey here. How was your journey here to Spooktown? Ah, very smooth, very smooth. Um, mm. I'm very familiar with the area, so it was nice oh, okay. to have a little walk. Oh. I walked here through the park. It's uh, typically rainy, but, you know, mm, ducks sure. were out. As they Lovely. always are. I mean, yeah. you, you've got to be careful in that park because if you take a certain path, the ducks have taken over. Oh, the duck it's path. The, the, it's known yeah, as the duck feral, path. Feral, feral. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. about this, so that's really Yeah, I know, it's really known as the duck path. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they're also, they're, they're starting to mutate. Aye. Oh. Yeah, yeah they're, get, they're getting bigger every generation. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Too much bread. I mean, the, 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 the yeast around here... Really, mm. they need to get the WHO in to have a look at this. If I had a penny for every time somebody said the yeast around here, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable, isn't it? But that's nice that you, you just sort of stroll. So, you, do you live? Do you live here? Well, not not these days. But um, you mm. don't know this about me. But I was I was partly brought up in Spooktown. Oh no! So in fact, we are here. Um, that house there is my grandparents' house. Oh wow! That's so nice. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm used to the environs. I'm used to the transport mm. issues and uh, some of the local fairy tales as well, which they're mostly about yeast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, how big were the ducks when you grew up here? It's been tiny. They, that was the thing. You, you, when you're little and you've got books like picture books with ducks in. You've not really got any proper idea of scale, yeah. Have yeah. you? Oh, okay. Because yeah, I mean, yeah, you'll yeah. see there'll be a duck. It'll be standing next to a cat. They're roughly the same size. <laughs> so you go to the to the park, and the, I mean, we have big cats. So this mm. not big cats like tigers, but you know, larger <laughs> moggies. <laughs> you know, they were they were ch- they were uh, chunky boys. Our cats, yeah. and so you yeah. you'd go and you see the ducks, and you're like, yeah, that duck is, what well, that duck is slightly bigger than my cat. So yeah, it seems about normal. And then you find out you go to other towns, you know, you, you finally get your passage out. You go to some other university outside of Spooktown and mm. you find out that other people's ducks are not like your ducks. How many ghosts have you seen this week? Um, well, knowingly, mm. I've not mm. seen any human ghosts knowingly. But I, I okay. mean, I, I do tend to see pet ghosts, so sure. I will. I'll be catching the 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 cat out of the corner of my eye. She's sitting on a pile of clean washing. You turn around, she's gone. She's been dead three years. Um, <sighs> but not knowingly, I could have been walking past ghost humans all week. That's but, the thing, that's, isn't it? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah, true. Yeah, but not not you know. I've not seen like Abraham Lincoln about or anything. I know he's so not. Dead. 
Yeah, you've not been able to go 100% that's a ghost. Just... The, one, no. the one confirmed death, Abraham yeah. Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> if it's not Abraham Lincoln, it's not a ghost. <laughs> of all the dead people has ever been. Just... Wild. Uh, I was, I was wondering, because you're right, you, you never know who's a ghost, because you can't stop everyone and be like, are you dead? Yeah. Some of them might not even know. Mm. But I wonder It'd be really if... rude, wouldn't it? Would. So, like, I, let's say I, you know, I've got a, a cup of coffee on the side and I pick it up... Who's to say that a poltergeist isn't also moving that at the same time? Oh, and it's a coincidence. Yeah, it's, it's like, oh, I'm going to move yeah. a coffee cup, and as it goes to do it, I pick it up at the same time. So it's That's like, not oh. helpful, Mr Poltergeist. So you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking more that the poltergeist is, like, gearing himself up to be like, oh, I'm going to move this mug, and then every time we just do it at the same time, and it's yeah. like, oh, for God's sake, just give... Let yeah. me move the mug by myself. I'm, I'm not going to do anything for the rest of the day and just... Let the poltergeist take the strain. Yeah, <laughs> put my feet up. You can read this book. <laughs> Let them have their moment. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's that's between no ghosts and everyone you've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I've seen some not dead people, but I, you know I can't be sure. At the moment, I can't touch anybody. So how do oh, we know? Shit, yeah, yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, I'm f- beginning to forget how like alive humans feel when you touch them, when you prod them. Yeah. So mm. who knows? You might all be dead. Oh man. Oh, oh no. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, what is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Right, scariest thing like supernaturally kind of thing that's ever happened to me um was many years ago because i've had three million jobs as a temp and one of them was working in the gift shop of uh a stately home not a stately home but an old house slash museum and uh, i was working a couple of shifts per week and on friday being a temp you have to go and fax your timesheet in classic i mean it's <laughs> it's so high tech um so this house had different bits so they had a tudor bit and there was a bit that was um like even older than that then there was a a big victorian wing and the victorian wing was two floors and upstairs had been used the whole thing had been used up until about 10 years before as a nursing home um, oh. And the upstairs was all partitioned off. There were locked doors and everything because it was derelict. It was dangerous. You couldn't have people wandering around there, except for when they used it as a film set for various things. So I, when I was working there, um, one of the curators gave me a tour upstairs, and it was pretty spooky. It was exactly as you'd expect. Like the wallpaper was peeling off, and there was rusty bedsteads there, and creaky floorboards, Ooh. and it was wonderfully atmospheric, brilliant stuff. Um, but I knew it was all locked off. Nobody could get up there. The only two rooms that were done up upstairs were the two offices where the fax machine was. So place was closed Friday night. The other two employees were just getting their stuff ready in the kitchen downstairs. I go up to take in my uh, timesheet, fax it away in the office. And as I'm there, I hear something from the blocked off corridor. No. Uh... Yeah, there's a creak and I'm like... Might just be the building set. It's the building settling, isn't it? It's the building settling. Nope, these were definitely footsteps, heavy footsteps, stomping and getting faster and faster towards the door. I have never faxed anything so fast in my life. 
it was oh terrifying. God. So they were approaching oh no. this door with a, a lock on it at, just at the end of the... So a few metres away, and I ran. I ran so far. I don't think the facts got through. I don't think I got paid that week, and I don't care yeah, because it. it meant I didn't die at the hands of a nursing home ghost. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. There you go. True story. And, and I went down. I did go downstairs, and the other staff members were like, "Yeah, sounds about right." Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, one, one woman would never go up there by herself. Yeah. Really spooky answer. <sighs> oh. I, 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 I've hated and loved that. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Ooh. Ah! Boo! Shag, marry, kill. Oh. Um, uh, I'm going for the... Ooh! Sounds like it's, it's much more sustainable. It's, it's, it's a long-term thing, so I'm going to marry that. Huh. Okay, so you could have a happy life. With, Interesting, with yeah. I think the I'm gonna have to kill the boo because it's just it's just too much. I couldn't cope with that on a daily basis. Too sudden. It's, too yeah, like, oh, it's too. God, what are they gonna do next? There's no ramp up to it. It's just mm. yeah. I, I feel <laughs> like I yeah. feel like the boo is like the kind of partner who'd be like pulling pranks and you'd be like, oh, it's just banter. You know, sense of humour. Oh, and they'd yeah. be filming them and putting them on TikTok. Can I yeah. take a joke? Yeah, no, they can bugger. That off. sounds exactly like me. So yeah, I think I, <laughs> You're I think I'm boo. <laughs> <laughs> so that oh, yeah, no. that's my answer. That's my answer. Yeah, that's a really solid answer, yeah. though, actually. I thought ooh would have been shag because it sounds a little sexy. Yeah, but ooh. if you marry someone, you get to shag them all the time. Very true. I don't know why I questioned you. It's solid. <laughs> It's solid working. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought it through. I thought it yeah. through. Yeah, no, yeah. you did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Still got yeah. booze getting the the chop, but yeah. Hey, you're entitled to your own opinion, mate. Pranks are funny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Pranks are funny. Pranks uh, are funny are on funny, other people, bro. not on me. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really good point. Love doing a prank. Yeah. Absolutely fucking hate getting a prank done on me. Yeah. Want to be the the pranker, not the pranky. My heart can't take it. My heart could not take all those booze. No. no, no, I'm not. I'm not no. a fan of a of a of a prank or a, or a boo. I think. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a. I love giving a boo. I love giving a boo. It, I think it's 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 over overused though. I think yeah. if you're building up to it, you're not overdoing it too much. One thing that um, when I was little, my uncles used to creep up on me all the time because they were absolute bastards um <laughs> and they would like but they would do really well thought out things like we had these built-in cupboards in the bathroom um but this is this is literally at my nana and granddad's house which was standing outside these nice. huge built-in cupboards um that had the boiler in but there was this mysterious like extra cupboard at the top up to the ceiling and it wasn't i didn't think there was anything in there other than like blankets and shit we never ever used and then one day I walked into the bathroom when I was about three and my uncle dropped out of there dressed as a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Almost uh, onto me. Like, Duh. I've changed my mind. It was Big amazing. Fan of pranks. Big yeah. fan of pranks now. <laughs> I don't remember anything like that happening again because I think he, he, even he thought, I've mastered it now. Yeah. And I don't need yeah. to do that again. I've perfected the boo. Yeah, I've perfected the boo. I think um, my favourite part of the, the boo as we're calling it now, is the amount of times that I have um, I have stood behind a door or, or uh, curled up in a cupboard and just 
been there for 20 minutes going <laughs> and then just just had to leave yeah. because no one's coming you've wasted uh, your own time yeah. there but yeah. you probably had a nice time by yourself didn't i had you? a really nice time until that that last three minutes where you're like i should yeah, probably have waited to see if someone was gonna come in yeah. here mm. rather than like just mm. the excitement of setting mm. up the boo without mm. anyone coming through right well see you later. Oh. <laughs> 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 Just head off. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll leave you two to it. Yeah, nice to meet you, ladies. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I quite um, like having you where I can see you. Actually, it means that you're not hiding behind the door. <laughs> really Let me point. go in the house first. Let me go in the house first. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in five minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, now you have. A spooky story about this this house that we stood in front of now is that right um well it's it's this street okay oh nice this one on the end the end terrace these are these are um the, i think the builder would have termed them terraced villas so they're quite big they're not they're not your little victorian slumlord terraces with you know two up two down these were the ones that were like middle class kind of ones my nana and granddad's house is right here it, it's it's big it's got six bedrooms but it's it's run down it has seen much better days but there's little bits in there so like there's like the old servant spells are there so there's three of the bedrooms are teeny tiny ones in the loft so six bedroom house sounds like that exciting but three of them are box rooms which were meant for the maid this is where I spent a great part of my childhood because my mum would work long shifts at the hospital and um, I didn't go to nursery or preschool because we couldn't afford it or anything. So I was here. <clears throat> oh my goodness. I'm going to have a little sip of water before I get stuck in there. It just chokes mm. you up that you couldn't go to preschool. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm so badly socialised. <laughs> Never saw another child until I went to school at the age of five. No, terrible. <laughs> Just having your uncle jump out at you every six yeah. months. <laughs> what this does rank? explain a lot. It explains <laughs> a hell of a lot about my life. Um, so I, I was here uh, in the house like every day until I started school. I started school uh, 1986 when I was four. Um, so during the day in the house, this big old Victorian house, uh, it was really quiet. My auntie and uncle were uh, in the teens and they were always at school. So I had the run of the place and I thought it was the biggest house in the world. I was daring myself to either climb up the stairs to the attic or go down into the cellar and I was sure this house was haunted absolutely I was I'd be trying to find the most silent way to creep up and get into rooms without creaky floorboards then I could kind of creep up on the ghosts um I was I was terrified but I was also desperate to see a ghost um so I, I would like get three or four steps down into this into the cellar and then I kind of see something at the corner of my eye and I would run out and scream and, and my nana would be like stop being dramatic there are no such thing as ghosts every single time and um, then I'd have to go and hide in the front room and be really quiet because I did not want to face the wrath of nana but I knew nana was totally wrong because my granddad had made this key tactical error he taught me to read this was a mistake. 
he taught me to read when I was three. And so I knew out of books that my nana was wrong because books said that there were ghosts. So books won nana nil. And so I was sure that if I did enough reading and research, I would be able to figure out how to find the ghosts that were definitely in this ancient house that was falling to bits. It was crumbling. It was dark. It was generally creepy anyway. There were definitely some ghosts and I was definitely going to find them, even though it was probably going to scare me to death. Anyway... Three or four days a week, uh, Nana would take me next door to see Auntie Josie. So you can see, and there's Auntie Josie's house. You can see, you know, it's it's kind of it's it's still a bit crumbly, but you can see it's it's generally in better nick than my Nana and Granddad's house. So we'd go and visit Auntie Josie, and I really liked Auntie Josie because one thing that baffled me was the concept of aunties because. I don't know if you've ever read uh, the Mog books. Those were my favourite books when I was a kid. Um, the cat, Mog the Forgetful Cat. Beautifully illustrated. And in the Mo Mog's Christmas, um, the family come round and there are these aunties, these elderly aunties. That's what aunties are supposed to look like. They've got grey hair pulled up in a bun and they've got cardigans and they've got little fluffy sheepskin slippers. And I thought, that's an auntie. Not my 14 year old auntie who you know she's the best will in the world she is not a delicate old lady and that's what aunties are supposed to be she she just likes listening to tapes and uh, shouting at me to get out of her room that seemed to be her, her hobbies and auntie josie looked like one of the aunties from the book and i don't even know how old she was she always dressed like a super old lady she always dressed cozy you know lovely and so it's reassuring she always smelled nice and um even better she always made me hot chocolate which my, i asked my nana for hot chocolate once and she laughed at me so uh that was that was great um and often when i went round she'd either she'd have a book for me or get this 10p she'd give me 10p it's amazing. 10p in 1986 is a lot. That can get you... I mean, the penny tray was... Everything was a penny on the penny tray back then. Not like inflation now. You can't get anything for a penny. So that was very exciting. But the, the, there was a condition to the 10p. I had to be so well behaved. I had to be really quiet Auntie Josie's. Shh. Um, which was usually all right because it meant I got to look round. It's like the, the houses, my nana's and Auntie Josie's, were identical. Like the layout, all the features were. But it was like good and evil. It was like the evil twin was my nana's house. Uh, you know, there were cracks in things. Things were held together with tape and blue tack. And yeah, everything was a bit shonky and dark and gloomy and the bulbs were all gone. Whereas Auntie Josie's house was immaculate absolutely immaculate but I had to be extra quiet because Auntie Josie was a carer so she was a carer to Charlotte and Tom they were two elderly folk of indeterminate age and unknown ailments 
Um, I mean, from the viewpoint of a four-year-old, everyone over 25 is old and everyone over 45 is elderly. So I don't actually... I hadn't figured out just how old they were or how ill. Um, but Charlotte was bed-bound. So the routine was always the same. Um, we'd go and knock on the front door and Josie would let us in and Josie would let me go in the kitchen with her and set out the cups and Nana would go upstairs to the front bedroom and go and have a little word with Charlotte and then she'd come back down and um, Josie would say to me are you going to go and say hello to Charlotte? And Nana would give me a look and I would know that it wasn't optional. I would have to go and say hello to Charlotte. Now I was a bit scared of Charlotte and I never understood why. It wasn't that I didn't know how to talk to old people because my mum worked on the geriatric ward and I was a confirmed hit with all of the patients. I was a precocious little shit and I could hold a full-blown conversation with an adult from the age of two. As I've said, I didn't have any friends my own age. Um, <laughs> but Charlotte, there's something about Charlotte that just knocked the wind out of my sails. And what didn't help was that Charlotte's room was the same room you know the same layout as uh, the room that I slept in at Nana's house so it was like a good and evil version and so it was really scary I'd go up this massive staircase and turn left into the bedroom and you'd go in you know I'm used to turning left you go in and there's like loads of makeup and piles of dirty clothes and posters of Duran Duran and Philip Schofield and it felt really really comforting that that's the way that's what you know that's what that room's supposed to look and you go in and it would be this austere bedroom everything clean as a whistle this big I don't, it wasn't even double bed it felt like a super super king size bed because it was it took up the whole room and this uh this old lady was propped up in the bed and uh you know I'd I would lose the power of speech um Charlotte probably thought I was a little idiot <laughs> because I am uh, uh, hello Charlotte and um that wasn't enough though I couldn't say hello Charlotte and go out again if I wanted the 10p I had to stay in there I had to do 10 minutes with Charlotte oh mate it was it's, it was eternal and then to my relief I would know when the time was up because Josie would turn up at the top of the stairs she'd got a fresh pot of tea that she took into Tom Tom's bedroom was across the landing um, usually she kind of tiptoe out and be like because you know and indicate that Tom was having his nap so we had to be extra quiet and then she'd say oh, Charlotte it's time for Jenny to go and she'd take me downstairs <sighs> and I would have my hot chocolate and I knew my tempe was assured oh it was lovely so that was my routine for my preschool years I was ghost hunting in the house in the morning visiting Josie in the afternoon saying hello to Charlotte um and then I'd be home it'd be home in time for the broom cupboard that's all I needed to do um that's for 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 young folk that's that's children's tv <laughs> the broom cupboard um and I started school and we'd, we'd the, the visits would were less frequent so I was four and five we'd go sort of once or twice a week but 20p it went up amazing amazing scenes um and so I saved up my money and I bought a ghost book and I can sh I've got a copy. It's the new copy of the ghost book. I can show you it now. It's this classic one. The World of the Unknown, Ghost, the Usborne book. Um, oh, it's, it's sort of reprinted it and it's just as good as it was back then. Although I've, I seem to remember it being a lot thicker. Um, 
So I was doing all my research because I was trying to work out how do you get to see a ghost? This house is full of ghosts, but they're hiding from me. How did they come out? I read about seances. I read about Ouija boards. I made myself a little Ouija board, but they're rubbish by, by yourself, aren't they? And I couldn't tell. Any grown-up had a conversation with about ghosts was like, they don't exist, there's no such thing, and you get nothing. So nothing happened, still couldn't find a ghost. Um, so I was I was about, um, when I was about five, I think this happened, um, it was the start of the summer holidays. There was a phone call from Josie, and she was really upset. Um, I wasn't sure what was going on because that term they'd started to teach us joined up writing and I was I was a slave slave to learning joined up writing I've still not got it to be honest I still write pretty much the same as I did when I was six but I, I, I had a couple of weeks here where there were no visits to Josie there were no 20p's I didn't think I was ever going to have hot chocolate again I didn't think I was ever going to make any money again and then suddenly she was back. It was great. We went round and um, Nana went upstairs and I could hear her talking to Charlotte. I went with Josie into the kitchen and you know what she got me? She got me a book. Not only this, she got me a hardback of Matilda, which was the new Roald Dahl book. Oh, oh, imagine. Imagine my delight. I could tell something was up with, 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 with Josie. She was a bit tearful and she was you know shaking a bit um and nana came back down and and she said go gotta go and say hello to charlotte now jenny so trudged out nana was behind me thought why's she following me she usually lets me do this by myself nana was halfway up the stairs and i looked in the bed was empty and then nana looked at me she went you need to go in and say hello to Charlotte. And I looked down and Josie was at the bottom of the stairs and she looked so happy and she was gazing up at me. Go in, go in and go in and say hello to Charlotte, will you? So I went in. Nana followed behind me and closed the door. With her on the other side. I was absolutely baffled. What is going on? There's no chalet. The bed's empty. There's nobody in here. You know how time stretches out? It felt like I was in there for an hour. I was trying to get my head around this. I'd heard Nana talking to Charlotte. Josie had said was Charlotte in here. Charlotte was in here. Where's Charlotte? The only logical thing I could come up with was Charlotte was a ghost, but I couldn't see her. Now, I knew from my books... There, is, there were no cases of ghosts appearing to adults but not children. It always seemed to be the other way around. Young minds seemed to be uh, more susceptible to seeing ghosts. And I was utterly baffled. I mean, I looked under the bed. I shuffled through the drawers. I could not find any sign of where Charlotte could be. But... I needed to stay in for the money. Let's be honest, I'm a venal person. I knew that if I could if I could uh, save up some more money, maybe I could buy a real Ouija board. <laughs> uh, so I went back to my nana and grand. My mum was working nights at this point because um, it, it was the school holidays as well, so I needed to stay at nana and granddad's. And uh, I went through all my books, trying to work out anything about adult 
ghosts appearing to adult children. So what was going on? I could not figure it out. Even in the middle of the night, I got up and I got a glass, you know, like in a comic book, and I listened at the wall because the wall between Charlotte's room and mine was directly there. But I did share that room with my auntie and she, she threw a Snoopy at me and told me to go back to bed. So uh, it was a soft Snoopy. It wasn't like an ornament. So that was there was no brain damage on that occasion. But she has thrown uh, more damaging things at me. Another story for another podcast. <laughs> so I came up with a plan. Um, I thought I could find a way. If Charlotte was a ghost in the room, I could make her appear. So next day I was ready. I was poised. I could not wait. For the first time ever, I could not wait to be told say hello to Charlotte and I was ready I got my copy of Matilda with me and I dashed up the stairs and I went in and I'd hidden my homemade Ouija board inside the book so I laid it out on the bed foot of the bed I thought Charlotte you, this is my chance to see a ghost there's a ghost in this room it needs to appear to me it is not fair I'm the only one who wants to see one and I don't get to it's so sad so I laid out my like, Ouija board nice and flat on the foot of the bed. There's a little glass on the bedside table which I grabbed and I knelt down at the foot of the bed and I put my fingers on the glass and I fixed my eyes at the point just above the pillow where Charlotte's eyes would have been. And I said, hello Charlotte, are you there? And there was a cold breeze that went up my back. Hello, Charlotte. It's Jenny. I've come to see you. But there was no noise. There was no movement. Nothing happened. The glass didn't move. Please, I said. Please, Charlotte. Anybody. Are you there? Hello. Just appear to me, please. Please. And I waited and nothing happened. And I sat back and I realised that the cold breeze had come through the single glazed window that was right behind me. And it was a freezing old Victorian house and it happened all the time. And I could feel tears building up in my eyes. Maybe it was true, maybe there was no such thing as ghosts. My eyes were watery my face started to flush because I used to cry with my entire face when I was a kid <laughs> you could tell when it was coming a big sobbing fit was about to occur and then a door creaked and my head snapped up but it wasn't the door to Charlotte's room so I popped my head out of the door and I looked up and Tom had put his head out of his door. And he said, Jenny, you look like you need a biscuit. Come over here. So I trotted over to Tom's room, which I'd never been into before. And it was a pristine, like a bed sitting room. Absolutely classic. I mean, there were doilies everywhere. There were like those anti macassars on the back of the headrest and on the, and the uh, armrest of the armchair he had it all set up it was so comfortable and he sat down and he pushed his he had his big thick NHS glasses and he pushed them back up and he you know he's, he's quite he's 
quite frail and thin looking, but he was still a really warm, kind guy. Like he had those kind eyes and really dark hair for someone his age. Um, like really quite shockingly dark with the little grey bits at the at the side of his ears. And um and he he went to pour his tea but he had very shaky hands and so I, I helped him out and he said, Oh biscuits are on the side there and there were blue ribbons and not my favourite, but any port in a storm, never said no to anything chocolate covered in my life. So uh so he said, Oh, go on, you'll feel better after that. And he wasn't wrong. And he said, I'm... Wait a second. He said, I'm really sorry about our Josie. And I said, he said, uh, she's still in shock. And I said, um, I couldn't really ask because I was still eating the biscuits. We just, uh, he could tell I was a bit confused. He said, um, you know, when Charlotte went to hospital, well, she died. I'm really, really sorry, but she, she died when she was in hospital. And uh, she's not coming back. But Josie thinks she's still there. And she's oh she's pretending and it's making her feel better and I've told her I don't think it's fair to expect everyone else to pretend as well but especially not a little kid because it's really confusing to you but she's not listening to sense right now but you understand don't you and you love your auntie Josie don't you um so uh, I, I I nodded and then he said do you want the other blue ribbon <laughs> and so I felt a lot better I went and grabbed the biscuit. And I said, I told him, I thought, you know what? This guy is so kind. I think he might understand. So I said to him, I said, I, th I was thinking she might be a ghost, um, but I couldn't see her and I've always wanted to see a ghost. And he, he had a little laugh and I thought, oh no, he isn't only just going to tell me ghosts, no such thing as ghosts. And he said, look, Jenny, love, there's no ghost. There's no ghost in there. Um, Charlotte's gone and she's not coming back, so there's nothing to be scared about in there, but you're not going to find a ghost. Um, and I said, oh, I'm not scared. And he said, oh, I can tell you, you're brave, and I know that you read all your books, so you're clever, and you know all about ghosts. So um, so listen, right, if there's ghosts, where do they haunt? What kind of places? And I said, because uh, I was a bit taken aback, because I'd never had an adult conversation about ghosts. It was always shut down. So I was like, oh, well, um, in the books it says that they haunt the place they died. And he said, well, here's the thing, love. Uh, Charlotte died at the hospital, so if she's a ghost, she's haunting the nurses. And we both had a big laugh, and we thought that was really funny, and I wondered if she was haunting my mum at that very moment. And Because um, I, I liked the logic being applied. I was a bit of a nerd, I still am, obviously. Um, so that made me feel a lot better. And Tom said, uh, right, let's change the subject. Do you know how to play Patience? And I didn't. And he showed me how to shuffle the cards and deal them out. And um, it was nice for him as well, he said, because his hands were too shaky a lot of the time for the cards. And though it's a game for one, we made it into a game for two. And it was really nice. And then I was like, oh, but I better go. I think my hot chocolate's going to be ready. Um, they won't, they'll wonder why I've been in so long with Charlotte. And so he had a bit of a laugh. And, um, he, and he said, oh, well, come back again. I know another version of, uh, of patience I can teach you. Um, and we'll, yeah, next time you come round and I'm not having a nap, we'll do that. So I gave him a hug. And uh, went and had my hot chocolate, got my 20p, went home. Brilliant. My mum came round to pick me up. Brilliant. I wanted, I, I wanted, I felt I needed a bit more reassurance. So I put my arms around her and I was like, Charlotte's dead. And she said, oh, no. <laughs> um, and, and, and I said, um, is she a ghost at the hospital? <laughs> and she said, I've not seen her. 
Um, and then I said, but the thing is, Josie wants me to go and say hello to Charlotte, but she's not there. And she looked a bit concerned about it. And she said, well, I'll have a word with Nana. But um, I said, and she said, uh, you love Auntie Josie, though. It makes, makes her feel better just for now. So why don't we just keep pretending? We'll, we'll call it, we'll say it's a game and it's called Say Hello to Charlotte. And you're really good at pretend games. So we can do this for a bit longer, can't we? And so I agree. And I thought that's a really good idea because I didn't like seeing Auntie Josie cry. And she was smiling when I was went in to see to see Charlotte in inverted commas uh, earlier. So I thought, oh, that, that's I don't I want to make Auntie Josie less sad. Let's agree. So I gave her a squeeze and then uh, mum said, are you ready to go home? And I said, oh, I'm just finishing this game. And she looked and she said, oh, you're playing Patience. Did Grandad teach you? I said, no, no, no. Tom taught me today. Tom. Tom from next door. He lives in Auntie Josie's house. And then Mum said, OK, finish your game. So I finished the game and I could hear her talking to Nana and Grandad in the other room. But the voices got a bit raised, but they tended to because my Nana likes a good argument. Um, anyway, the next... The next day, um, I was ready to play Say Hello to Charlotte, um, and my nana came with me, which she'd never done before, and she didn't leave my side. Um, in fact, she never left my side again when I went upstairs in Auntie Josie's house. She always came with me under strict instruction. But I did, on that day, get to have a little look inside Tom's room because the door was open. It had never been open before, um, and it was completely empty. There was no furniture in there at all. There was no armchair. There were no doilies on the side with a teapot. All there was was a pack of cards on the mantelpiece. Um, quite a few months later, I looked through some family photo albums and I turned a page and there was Uncle Tom and he was smiling and he was uh, he was having some soup in this photo, uh, which Auntie Josie had said it was, was his favourite. And he was a big smile on his face and the NHS glasses and everything. And then uh, something fell from the photo album. It was a piece of paper and I had a look and it was the order of service for a funeral. And it was for Thomas Patrick Power, 15th of March, 1906 to the 4th of October, 1980. That's two years before I was born. Proper fucking ghost story, that one. Proper ghost <laughs> story, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, for, I'll, but I'll be honest, for ages I was like... Uh, shot, no ghost shot, uh, I, I, I was like, <laughs> someone... I was waiting for the, your uncle to play a prank, and he kind of did. <laughs> yeah. You know, biggest I was, prank yeah. of all. Biggest prank of all. Yeah, yeah. I was waiting for Uncle Prankster <laughs> for ages. I thought Charlotte was playing a prank. It was Tom. Tom was pranking. Yeah. All along. Are we able to go are we able to go into Aunt Josie's yeah. house? Yeah. Does yeah, anyone yeah. We, is, can, is, uh, we can go and have a look. Is anyone is it a bed sit or is it like No, this is one of the ones that isn't converted. Oh, so this is still nice. kind of as oh, it lovely. was. Um so we can we can we can go in. Nice. In fact, uh both the houses at the moment are on the market, Ooh. so uh, mm. pulled a few favours with the estate oh, agent and uh, got a key, so we can go in and have a look round uh, Auntie Josie's former house. I, I can tell you um, 
that Auntie Josie moved out about five years after all this happened. Um, however, we still had to play Say Hello to Charlotte every time. Really? We so she never oh, got over Oh, that's it. bleak. Oh, bloody hell, mm. that's bleak. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, so... Were we can, you still uh, getting paid 20p for that? Are you were yeah. you still okay, no. yeah rates man that is good great so you were you were, you were conning you were conning Aunt Josie then it's... it made her feel better I think did she, it, she would have did it she would have given it? me twenty p whether I did mm. that or not can, can we can we go with that can we like go in yeah, the yeah, yeah. Tom's room yeah, yeah. can so, we go yeah. into the come on in so okay. got the it's entrance hall with the lovely you can see there's the stained glass window on the on the back nice. wall there and the really little nice, lights yeah. above the stained glass lights above the door um i know it's a bit it's classy, a beautiful it's condition gorgeous considering yeah. you know no, no one's lived here for a few years so it's kind of cold and damp but yeah you know it's it's going cheap but i'm also too scared to live here <laughs> so i'm not gonna buy oh it. yeah cool, yeah um, i mean that's fair if you if you've, if you've experienced that as a five-year-old in this house you probably wouldn't yeah. wouldn't want to live here yeah yeah no. As you can see, that so if you if you turn left, we go up the stairs here. But the mm-hmm. the staircase, I'd always thought it was my imagination, it was my memory from being small, that it was a really big, wide staircase. We can see this is obnoxiously wide. You yeah. can't, big, yeah. you know, you could do go two abreast on this. Yeah. I'd say three. Yeah, yeah. you go three. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty wild. Fuck it, it's four, huge. four, squeeze four on. <laughs> so yeah, so at the top of the stairs on the left hmm. there, that's uh, Charlotte's room. And on the right, directly on the right, there's uh, Tom's bedroom. So um, right, okay. go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna loiter by the doorway because I'm a not, little bit. You're not coming freaked in. Freaked out. I'm a bit freaked out. Okay. No, fair. Okay. Same. Let's just look at it from out here. So obviously we, we have to try and work out whether this is real or not. It feels pretty real mm. to me. But why, why? Now, go, going back to Blue Ribbon, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love a Blue Ribbon, by the way. I'd argue it's yeah. a, it's a it's a it's a a chocolate wafer, not a biscuit. But that's you know that's a big that's a bigger well, you'd thing. Still, you'd still have it with a brew, wouldn't you? So yeah, oh, it's not a brew drinker. I, I, I I'm a fruit tea drinker. Uh, well, I don't <laughs> think a Blue brews. Ribbon would go with that then. Um, yeah, I think no. it'd be awful. But it's it, it, it was one of the things I I wasn't that fond of them when I was a kid. But I think that the Blue Ribbon is something you grow into. Oh, okay, I think it's yeah. more of a grown-up. They're the olives of confectionery, aren't they? Yeah, you appre- <laughs> you appreciate them a lot more. Absolutely, as an yeah. adult, your taste yeah, buds okay, change. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. But what I, what I was going to ask, <laughs> what I was going to ask about the blue ribbons, is when now I might have misremembered this, but when 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 we went back to Tom's room, this is it from your story now, not now. Mm-hmm. Um, there was only a pack of cards. Yeah. There was no evidence of blue ribbons. Mm-hmm. Is that have I understood that correctly? Yeah. So did you eat ghost blue ribbons, or did you? I must have done. bring bring them yourself and not remember. I, I must have. I must have done. Okay. Yeah. And the good thing about a blue ribbon is they can because it's the wafer. They kind of melt a little bit anyway, so they're mm. like a skip. You know, you can pop it in your mouth and you don't have to do anything. Minimal effort snack. Yeah. Very yeah. much the skip of the confectionery world. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I yeah. believe okay. they were ghostly snack biscuits. Okay. Snack wafers, if you will. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get hung up on pedantic discussions yeah, about biscuits. Yeah, yeah, wafer biscuit. Yeah, no, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> Mm. 
Oh, I forgot to I forgot to ask earlier. Does this story have a, a title? It's called Say Hello to Charlotte. <sighs> of course, it's called that. That's brilliant. I I have I have a question. I have a question. When you when you entered Charlotte's room and you said hello, and you were like, oh, but you can't just say hello. That's not worth ten p. You had to stay in there for like t- another ten mm. minutes. I don't remember you saying that you said anything else. Did you just stand there with Charlotte, or did you have a conversation with Charlotte? I'll try and have a conversation with Charlotte. Mm. Um, oh, okay. She would have to lead. She'd have to lead a lot of it, and there were a lot of silences because she was. There was something very intimidating about. It. She was. She was quite posh. She's well spoken, mm. and I think there was something about her that made me kind of awestruck. Mm. Very, very cold. Did she mm. ever mention Tom? Um. I don't remember. I don't remember her ever mentioning Tom. No, no. But I, I, I would be fair, so frightened of her. I don't really remember what exactly we would ever talk about. I think she would, you know, ask right, me, so you know, about, yeah. Yeah. you know, was I at school yet or like. Uh, was it the sort yeah. of thing where when the 10 minutes was up, you just let it out, like mid-word, mid-conversation? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can go, my hot chocolate's ready, come on. <laughs> oh. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I I can't see anything. This this is the this I believe this more than some things I remember from my own life. <laughs> <laughs> so it does seem I mean, legit, Kath, doesn't it? Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna have a quick feel, feel free go in, go into Tom's room and yeah, have a well, chat because I'm not going. Yeah, in yeah, we'll go in and, <laughs> and have a chat in there. Yeah. yeah. After you, Kath. Um. Well, after you. Well. Let's go in together. The door's big okay. enough. Yeah. True. Okay. What do you think? I mean. It seems very true. But it, it... Imagine if we were both like, absolute bullshit, what a liar. <laughs> <laughs> it seems really true to me. I, I can't yeah. really pick holes in it. This honest. one seems so true that everything else we thought was true up to this point, I now don't believe. Yeah. It's got, yeah. It, it, this, it, of course it happened. Uh, okay, so yeah. She's... I mean, it's a solid, it's a solid yes, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Okay, great. Pop back out. I'll go first. Okay. Hi, Jenny. Ah, you're back. Good. Hey. It's it's a narrow, narrow and begrudging yes. Oh, that's a relief. You squeaked in by the skin of my teeth. By the skin of your blue ribband, you you got in. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to be in this house as well. Thanks for getting the keys off the estate agent. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a nice house. Yeah, uh... I wasn't looking to move, but. But Cheap, can you cope with the uh, the haunted bedrooms? Um, yeah, it's, like it's, 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 a, it's a kindly old man ghost. Yeah, teach you how to play games. Yeah, I'd love that. And also, technically, yeah. it's it's not breaking lockdown rules because they're already dead. Yes, that's oh, a good. Oh, it's your support bubble. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good thought, actually. Yeah. Why Now's not the time. Purchase a haunted house. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very true. It's it's part of the course in Spook Town, yeah. Yeah. Living yeah, with a ghost. I, mean, it, I find it astonishing, actually, now that you've given a a, a, a positive to buying a haunted house. Mm. I'm st- I continue to be astonished at the, the low property prices in Spook Town. Yeah. 
because the, there's a lot of haunted properties but i mean a lot of them it's just you could you know if you don't want to go in that room don't go in that yeah. room if you you know if you don't want a poltergeist then uh i mean i don't know what's wrong with you if you don't want a poltergeist the well, exactly exactly the exactly best. you work around you, you work, work around, around these yeah that'd be if more it's gonna of a problem save you 100 grand on a house yeah yeah, yeah. fair yeah exactly yeah. 100 grand a month cost like... benefit <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a job in Spooktown is um, the cost-benefit analysis of what kind of ghost, how much it will yeah. take off the price. So it's like it's like matchmaking, proper matchmaking, but with people and yeah. ghosts. Yeah. yeah. What's your tolerance level? Can you cope with it? Yeah. Well, this has been an absolute joy. It's been lovely. Um, yeah. Thank you ever so much for meeting us here and thanks for, for telling us such a lovely story. Are you going to be okay no. getting back? Are you going to taxi, you said? Absolutely fine, but um, I'm just going to say, mm. I, I did say to my mate, the estate agent, that I was showing prospective buyers around. So could you find out, decide in the next half hour or so if you're going to put an offer oh, okay. Um, um, yeah. Tell, tell them it's a solid yes from me for now. And I'll ch I might change my mind, but it's a hundred percent at the moment. I'm just going to flag you haven't you haven't asked for what the uh, the, the price is yet. I'm just going to flag that for you. Oh. <laughs> um, um, yeah, maybe I'll, th I'll, 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 I'll think on it. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. They will get you to sign something. Uh, you know what Spooktown estate agents are like. It's a contract in blood, literally. Yeah. 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 Good point. Or they throw you to the ducks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. Well, thank you, Jenny. Um, goodbye. Enjoy your taxi ride. Yeah, safe taxi Cheers. drive. Drive, journey. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Beware of the ducks. That was nice. That was really nice. That was nice, wasn't it? Hmm. Oh, right. I guess we can crack on with the day. What are you doing next? Charlie Dimmock Facebooked me and she wants me to meet her at a book club because they all think that the H in Ghost is haunted. Huh. So I'm just going to go see if there's anything in it. Yeah, why not? Do you want to pop along? I know you don't like books, but... No, I'll leave it. Yeah, OK. This has been a Little Wonder production. Music from Rodri Vine. Logo artwork from Suze Hughes. Voice by... Melanie Walters. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Widdicombe and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and I Wish I Was an Only Child. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>